Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. What's up, everybody? And we have entered the month of McCarthy. The month of McCarthy. <laughs> and we started it off with me fumbling the ball oh, on yeah. the first play of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. gave Greg the wrong movie. Yeah. Uh, I wanted him to watch Spy, yeah. and uh, I was, for some reason, I, last week, I thought The Boss would be a better movie to go with. Yeah. So... Greg watched The Boss, and I went on vacation and came back last night and watched Spy. <laughs> Happy as shit to come in here today and fucking just talk about how fucking hilarious that movie is. Right. Um, and but at least you've seen the movie. It's yes, like I have, yes, I have seen The Boss, and I do think that it has some funny parts, but I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. Last so, week, I thought that would just be funnier. So but. I guess this will be me walking you through the movie and you slowly remembering things that you like about yeah. this movie. Please tell me about the movie I gave you, Greg. <laughs> So Melissa McCarthy basically plays um, Martha Stewart. Yeah, she's like a Ponzi scheme type chick. Or well, something. she does a she does insider trading. That's, That's what it is. What yeah. Melissa or uh, God damn it, Martha Stewart got put in jail for. That's right. And um, so she's this on top of the world lady, sixty fourth richest woman in the world. By the way, um, do you listen to Joe Rogan often? I do. You ever hear how he oh he loves to bring this shit up and I think it's fucking hilarious that most of the wealthy women in the world are only wealthy because of their divorce from their wealthy husbands and they got half of their inheritance right. or half of their money. Yeah. I just think that's funny. I didn't think about that, but I mean, <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> I mean, there are successful women, don't get right. me wrong, but most of the successful women are just divorcees of really wealthy men. She divorced a billionaire and mm-hmm. became a billionaire. You know that's a thing, right? I I do know. No, yeah. uh, you put in your put in your what is it? Ten years. Yep. Put yep. in your ten years. You My, find a guy that's on his come up. He's going to be a rich and wealthy man. Michael Jordan's wife got like for the time she got <laughs> like this record amount of fucking money, and like she didn't even become a billionaire. Really? Like Tiger Woods. His wife almost became a billionaire. Like, that's crazy, dude. He's fucking crazy. And now Michael Jordan is a billionaire. Yeah. Like, that's just, that's just... He caught his losses early. I feel bad for Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre's about to get taken to the cleaners. Is he? Because he's a billionaire now. Yeah. And now he's getting divorced. And she's been there since fucking death row. <laughs> so, like, she's getting a good chunk of change. Yeah. We were watching, um, you haven't watched Squid Game, have you? No, 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 no. So, uh, Everybody keeps talking about that shit, bro. Like, it can't be that good. Like, It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Is it in English? No. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I I mean, I don't mind subtitles, but it's just like, damn, dude. A show in subtitles, it's it's rough, but it's not. How many episodes? Nine. Oh, that's not we're, not, we're not done with it. We're almost done with it. But the reason I bring it up is because um, there are these, like, fat white rich men in there and they're talking and the wife's like fucking fight fat white men i was like i take offense to that she's like sorry rich fat white men i'm like there you go (laughs) but back to this movie the boss this is not who this character is she built her wealth right she has you know she worked her way up the ladder she's a you know very rich woman very rich and successful woman insider trading sends her ass to jail and then she, um, she's a she fucking has, savage, though. She has nowhere to go, so she goes to stay with her assistant. 
but before all this happens, um, her assistant is asking her for a pay raise, right? Uh-huh. And, and she just like won't give it to her. It's um. In that when she gets arrested. Yeah, it's around the time she gets arrested. And then her lawyer comes out there to tell her she's going to and she keeps hitting him in the fucking throat with, like, tennis balls. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like, she's deadly fucking accurate with them. <laughs> I was just going to say, there's one part where she has a uh, yes man following her around, the black yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, I liked him. He he made me laugh. It's like, he was, like, all about it until she went to jail. He's like, I'm going to go work at Subway. <laughs> Go back to Subway or whatever he said. I remember. I I remember that Kristen Bell. She did a good job in this movie. You could have traded her out. She didn't do. She didn't bring anything to the table. But it's okay. I thought her and McCarthy played off each other pretty good. It wasn't bad, but But it wasn't like crazy good chemistry for me. But uh, her daughter was pretty good though. I liked. um, she she treated the mom like shit when she worked for her, and she doesn't want anything to do with uh, Melissa McCarthy because she knows how shitty of a person she is. Right. She worked for her. Um, fun fact, I skipped over the, the opening scenes whenever she's an orphan and she's trying to be adopted and they just keep bringing her back to the every five years. The family just brings her back like you can't return them. <laughs> <laughs> but fun fact, in 1980, that little girl. It's actually Melissa McCarthy's actual daughter. Wow. I thought that was funny because I was like, that looks a lot like Melissa McCarthy. That's so cool. That's her like actual daughter. You know, her husband's in, in almost like all of her movies. He's the director of this. And I think Tammy, he, he directs her movies. That's why these keep getting made. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, like I, I, I like I said, I, I really fumbled the ball this week, mm-hmm. but like, I still we're think, gonna get through this, Nick. I still think this one's funny, though, man. Like, I mean, uh, let me just put it out there: it has parts. Okay, but overall, it's just kind of like. Eh. Yeah, well, I'm looking at the scores on this bitch, and it's about right. Yeah. It says 74 percent of people like this movie, and I can agree with that because if, I like about 74 percent of this movie. If you're a Melissa McCarthy fan, yeah, you'd like this one. It's one of the better ones she's in by herself. Like, so she is this rude, crass, obnoxious character, mm. and that's the one of the things that I did not like about her character is she's just rude all the time to everybody, and it's just it's annoying. It's not funny. It's just annoying. But, but I like it when she starts warming up to the kid. I remember I liked that part of the movie. Yeah, like when her and the kid start having a bit of a bond. Yeah, and then she ends up like start making money again, and she. Uh, because they start selling cookies and shit. Well, yeah, the daughter of uh, Kristen Bell goes to a, you know, Girl Scout thing, basically. Right. And yeah, they sell cookies. Girl Scouts. And she's like, how much money are you guys making? They're like, we don't make money. This is charity. And uh, But what I was going to say is she's annoying. But when you get somebody that's more annoying than she is uh-huh. and she's insulting them, like the mom at the cookie rally bake sale or whatever it is, that's funny. Yeah. When she's like calling the lady a piece of shit. Yeah. She's like, hey, oh, you dropped something. You're going to fuck off. <laughs> like, that shit's funny. Like, when she's doing it to somebody else that's worse of a person than she is, it's amusing. Yeah. So. And she goes off on a lot of those, uh, on a lot of the, of the Starbucks moms and stuff. Right. And I think that's a good Starbucks part. moms. I never heard that, but I like that. I like it better than Karen's. Yeah. Starbucks moms. <laughs> 
Yeah. They have to post a picture of every fucking drink they have ever gotten from there. Like, I don't like yeah. that. Like, why? <laughs> That's like, you know what? And I say it all the time. My wife's going to, if she hears this episode, she's going to say something. Like, you always got to say something. But All female, like most females, they're just Starbucks fiends. Not even that, man. I hate when people put, like, videos of them driving down the road. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. That you're yeah. driving down the fucking road. I thought it was music. Like, most of the time I hear it, it's because it's whatever the music is playing. I don't care about that either. <laughs> like, that, no, that's fine that you love that music. I'm yeah. not hating on that at all. Like, yeah. jam the fuck out, my man. But I don't, I don't need to take that journey with you. Yes, 100%. <laughs> you could listen. Yeah, yeah, it's your God-given right, bro. You listen to whatever you want on the road. But, like, you leave, me out, that with leave me. me out of that. Leave me out of that. But, yeah, I don't. I don't care. You don't. And plus, it's dangerous. Why do you have to put everyone else in danger just to try to get some clout about you driving? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand that. Like, right. Why people do that. I thought you were going to say something about, like, why women are obsessed with Starbucks. Oh, no, no. I get that. Like, it's some of the They're delicious milkshakes. Yeah, exa- exactly. And some of them, that's the best part of their day. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm not hating on the fact that you like that, but, like, we don't need to know about it. Right, right. And we don't need to know the ingredients. Yeah. And how many splashes of this and that. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that guy will offer me the same thing when I go. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know why I'm shitting on people today. Like, I, know, right? <laughs> I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You're trying to quit smoking. I am trying to quit smoking cigarettes. You said 36 hours? Yeah, it's been the like... The longest you've been without yeah, a cigarette. since I'm 18. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's crazy. So you really started smoking when you were 18? I really did. I was 12. What? Yeah. You smoked cigarettes at 12 years old? Yeah. Like, frequently? Like, I was into a pack, your own pack? <laughs> like, there's no way. Well, when you're that age, you have to like bum the cigarettes. Like you can't. Like no one's gonna buy you a pack and be like, "Here's your pack." Well, no, but like you, like I don't know, man. Like I'd had a cigarette here and there. Like stole one from my grandma yeah. or something. Like for a couple of years, I was a smoker, but not 12. enough that I was like doing that shit on a frequent basis. It like, was cigarettes and forties when I was twelve. No fucking way. I promise bro. you. Oh I'm not even God. fucking with you. <laughs> but then we moved to Georgia, lost all my contacts, so I had to get clean. I just see 12-year-old Greg standing on the corner, <laughs> fucking 40 in one hand, 305 in the other. Menthol. Yep. Oh, it was menthol. <laughs> just chugging New that ports. Got nothing left, man. <laughs> nothing left. I lived a long life. <laughs> Greg, you're 12, bro. These rough streets out here. I feel 40, bro. Yeah. You look 40, too. <laughs> You already had a beard for some reason. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fucking great. Yeah. So, but yeah, then I started smoking again when I was like 20. And then cigarettes got up to like six, seven dollars a pack. And I was like, nah, I'm good. And I just dropped them. It's not even the money for me. It's just like, I don't know. I just feel like I've been doing this shit too long, bro. No. And like, it's good to make positive changes in your life. It's not like I'm, this is the only thing I do that's bad for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right. You have to like balance out the bad. Like you can have, like me, like I like to eat shitty food, but I work out really hard. So I, you know. Yeah, I saw your bench press the other day, dude. You're getting up there. Oh, thank you. 
I uh, I hit 365 on the bench so, raw, and then I did 385 with a uh, slingshot. So, so my goal is 405. When I hit a 405 bench raw, I'm gonna go on a supercut. Why do you say it like that? It sounds so dirty. What are you talking when about? I hit it fucking raw. I hit that 405. Because it means fucking not. sloppy, hot raw. Like. <laughs> It means not geared, not like not. Don't, I don't have any yeah, assistance. But whether yeah. I want it or whether it wants it or fucking not, it's getting it raw, raw it's, dog. It's taking I'm raw it. dog in those whites when I go out there. <laughs> That's hilarious. So the uh, the boss, yes. Um. So we find out her and Peter Dinklage is in this movie. That's right. And why does Peter? Peter Dinklage take these random ass like not great roles like he's a great actor and he's hilarious but he's in like pixel he's in this and I'm just like I feel like you're better than this you see that's the problem with your movie watching Greg you can't just have fun sometimes bro and that's what Peter Dinklage does he just likes to have fun like yeah that um I care a lot that was a great movie. Yeah. I didn't say it was a great movie, but like he was good in it. And I felt bad because he didn't even get to win. You know what I mean? Like I hated her so much in that movie mm-hmm. that like I didn't like the ending because I think she should have been the one to end up in a body bag, honestly. And Peter Dinklage is the one that got, you know, the right. shit into that one. Not really. They both. Oh, right. I guess. No, they both came out. Because they teamed up, remember? Yeah, but that's what I said. It was like he pushed up. Like I hated that. Yeah. I thought that was the only way, because I was in the middle of watching it. I said, the only way this is going to work and make me happy is if they team up. And then they did. Because if he takes her out, you know, it wouldn't have been satisfying. If she takes him out, it wouldn't have been satisfying. They had to have teamed up for the, like... No, because at the end of the day, it's fucking disgusting what she was doing to old people. No, no, no. I'm not saying what she did was right. I'm talking about story Like The way that movie should have ended was with Peter Dinklage saving his mother and Mm -hmm. him put two in this bitch's head. No, because he was shitty too. Yeah, but like I like the mob boss more than I like her. (laughs) You know what I mean? I guess. I don't know. So yeah, he's in this movie and he's uh, obsessed with samurai. It's like a running joke. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah. he's great. This. And so the whole story is they used to date way back in the day. They were like obsessed with each other. And she took a promotion over him. Yeah. And he's felt all this resentment towards her. So they've kind of been duking it out ever since. Yeah, isn't he the one that fucks her over? She had to yeah, go to prison. Whenever she, yeah, when she goes to prison, it's because he sold her out. Because, right. you know. Why not? Why not? Yeah. You so, know what's yeah. great? Hmm. With Peter Dinklage, sorry, and I know it's not part of this movie, but what's great about Peter Dinklage in general, his supercuts for Game of Thrones were the best ones. Shut the fuck up. You're not like, allowed to talk about Game of Thrones on this podcast until he, you watch the whole thing. I have. I you have, have not. I've watched the entire series, bro. Supercuts. Exactly. It's, it's. You have to suffer like the rest of us. Why would I do that? <laughs> I get to see the great... Because you have no credit to talk about Game of Thrones unless you suffer through the entire Name series. Name one major thing that happened in Game of Thrones, and I te- bet you I know what happened. <laughs> and that's not, not what the point of watching the show is. No, you have to go through the build-up of loving the show, 
and then having it snatched away from you. Like I already had that happen to me with The Sopranos, bro. Yeah. Like I know that suffering. Like I don't need it with another show. Well, you don't have any authority to talk about it. Then. Isn't it better for me to enjoy anything about the show that you love so much? No, because you're not really enjoying it. What are you talking about? I'm enjoying the best parts of it. No, it's like you're the you're the person that you remember Carton when they're whenever he took the skin of the KFC off of all the chicken. Mm. That's you in Game of Thrones. You're just taking the skin off all the chicken. You're not enjoying the whole thing. I'm taking the meat too. No, no, you're not. You're taking the you're taking the surface level stuff. You got to get nitty gritty in into it. So disappointed in you. I mean, it's a long ass show. Yeah, and like I said, all I saw was some co- cool ass dragons, and Peter Dinklage cussing out people that weren't smart, <laughs> and he was smart. I drink and I know things. That's what I do. That's my purpose. <laughs> he. Uh, so yeah, he was great in this movie. I actually yeah. really enjoyed it. He's one of the like better parts of this movie that I enjoyed. So yeah, Melissa McCarthy's character goes and stays with um, Kristen Bell's character. Mm-hmm. And she finds out she makes these delicious brownies. Like, they were the best brownies ever made. Whatever. So she schemes this plan where they're going to take the uh, the selling power of the Girl Scouts. But they're going to sell Kristen Bell's cook- or brownies, rather. Mm. But they're going to get a commission for all the brownies that they sell. They get a 5 to 10% commission. Uh. That way they can... Have money for themselves and then have money put back for them for college. It's actually a pretty like smart plan. Like it's good for them. I think it builds I think it builds character. If that's what they're doing. What are they really doing? She's taking all the money. No, she took all the company. She thought that Kristen Bell was like a fifty fifty contract thing, but it was like all in her name. Ah. That's where the that's where the deceitfulness I, comes from. I knew from. she fucked her in some way. Yeah, I just yeah, can't yeah. remember. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, so yeah, she starts selling these cookies, and then the 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 Girl Scouts are resenting her. So they have this fucking old school street fight, which was weird. I thought it was hilarious. It's like a fucking like a street like a I don't know like a war scene. Yeah, they yeah, got, yeah. They got shit blown up, mm-hmm. and people are getting fucked up. The kids are growing up. That's pretty funny. It was really like just weird and felt awkward and i remember now looking back on it like it was funny but it could have it was a little long yeah it was like a they were long. going for like an anchorman type of vibe but it wasn't that ridiculous that mm-hmm. it reached that level so yeah but it, i remember it had some funny bits in it i just remember uh i was looking through the thing in the movie and when her because over the movie she starts actually caring about Kristen bell and her daughter well that's and, the whole thing is she yeah. grew up by herself trying to find a family nobody wanted her so she has this thing where she gets close to people and she pushes them away but she's getting close to Kristen bell and her daughter like her daughter gives her a picture of all three of them like look it's like we're a family and that's where she like cuts them off she's like no i don't want this but let's show the picture of her and she's making fun of the bra she wears yeah 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 (laughs) they're like do sound how you know what's funny about that part this is way later in the movie whenever they're like back isn't it when they're like back together and they're friends again or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> when I seen the scene, I'm like, this is what a guy does to his girlfriend slash wife whenever she puts on a bra. <laughs> That's what it felt like. But, you're like, uh, why do your tits look like that? You, you're playing with the bra straps. You're like fumbling around. And then she plays with your titties. Like, 
So they go and they go to this like big dinner because they get some celebrating. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, this sushi gets floated. It's so poisonous that like, no, it's it's, uh, blowfish. Yeah. If it's like cut wrong, you could die. Yeah. But like it's it paralyzes you. (laughs) (laughs) She fucking eats. And her face just starts to like melt. <laughs> it's hilarious. And then finally she just it's so good because it takes you to the brink and then it brings you back. <laughs> I'm getting another order. Would you like some? <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I wonder if Blowfish like really I mean Obviously, I know it's very deadly, and you have to cut it a certain way. Like only there's only like a handful of people that can do it properly. Yeah, it's crazy. But I wonder if there are certain parts of it that like fuck you up like that, though. I'm sure it does something to you. Yeah, because that's why people eat that, it. But that's know? definitely a bucket list for me. You like, try like poisonous blowfish? Not po- they're poisonous, but you have to eat the non-poisonous part. Right, right, right. But right. I'm saying like when I'm an old man. And I have like a bucket list of like, if it kills me, oh well, I'm already old. But I'm willing to give it a shot. Blowfish is definitely up there. Oof. It, it's got to taste that. It can't taste good. Well, that's what I was telling the wife. I'm like, it, it can't be that good. It's just the thrill of eating something that you're not supposed to. That could to. potentially fucking kill you. Right. It's probably not even that good. Like, I'd rather eat, you know, squid. Eat some hot sauce, honestly. <laughs> you know, like, a little bit of salt. A little, a little something. It's just not quite. That's ten grand, huh? That's ten grand a bite. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be stuck there for a while. Uh, yeah, monkey coffee is another one. That's expensive. A what? Excuse me. Um, there's monkeys that make coffee. Yeah. Oh, yep. that can't be good. You know how they do it? They just stuff it in there. Um, so and they crush the beans. There's a type of monkey that when they eat coffee beans. And they there's some chemical reaction that happens in their body, and they shit it out. You take that shit, get the fuck out of here, and bro. you and you make coffee with it, bro. If you and ever it's hands get me- down the best coffee in the world, you don't know about this, bro. If you ever if you ever give me a cup of buggy shit, I swear to God, we are no longer friends ever again. If you ever give me a cup of monkey coffee, bro. Oh my god, that is disgusting, bro. Who the fuck? It's the most expensive coffee, but apparently it's like the best coffee in the world. Ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way, bro. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> I almost need to Google this myself. Like, Go for it. I don't know if this is I'll true. I'll let you. No way. I don't I'm even gonna... care. I don't even care. No, I need you to look it up because I need to know that you know that it's true. It's not some shit that I just made up. What's it called? Just type in monkey monkey coffee or whatever. Monkey coffee. I feel like it's going to be some <laughs> Why do you have to use voice? Why don't you use your thumbs? Here are some recipes I found. <laughs> two, two chains drink $600 coffee made from monkey coffee. There you go. $600 a cup. I didn't know that. I knew it was expensive, but that's... That's disgusting as shit. <laughs> like... <laughs> Monkey butt coffee. There you go. Oh, now you just know it's a name, real thing. Just the name of it sounds bad. Yep. Like, I, if you bought one of those monkeys, 
and just had it shit like once a day, mm-hmm. you could make six hundred dollars. Like, how many cups can you make out of one shit? I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess it looks like an inve- future investment for us, dude. Twelve. If if I could get that monkey to shit twice a day and make twelve hundred bucks, yeah. I'm I'm not working anymore. Yeah. What do you do now? Oh, I just uh just, I have a pet monkey. I have a pet monkey and me and the monkey are just living life. Yeah. And we're making money. Don't, don't worry about how we make money. <laughs> you want a cup of coffee? <laughs> nah, you don't like the type of guy that can afford this coffee. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about this movie anymore. I just want to talk about fucking monkey coffee for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> That is insane, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. It's pretty popular. Bro. I'm surprised I haven't either. Like, <laughs> the more you know. That's one of those facts that you don't just like forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sticks with you. Because it's one of those things you're like, I got to look it up to know if it's true. And then you look it up and you're like, well, it's a real thing. So now it, now I just know that. When the first one that popped up was 2 Chains, I was like, wow, 2 Chains, bro. Like, you're, you're, you're on some rich shit now, bro. That's when you know you made it. Six hundred cup of butt coffee. Six hundred dollar coffee. That's like caviar. It's just like fish eggs, dude. Like, yeah, people love that shit. I've never tried it. I haven't either. It just, it just looks like it would be fucking disgusting. Yeah. yeah, they put it on these like crackers and shit. Like, right. Ugh. Um, it's hard for me to think about parts of this movie that I think are funny because they're so few and far between. Because I really, I really found Melissa McCarthy's character annoying most of the time. She's just, oh, fun fact, she wears a turtleneck throughout the whole movie. There's not a shot with her without. Actually, the bathroom scene when she's putting on tanning, I don't think she's wearing a turtleneck. Maybe not that one. Yeah. But there are some good parts. Well, tell me some of the parts you remember that you liked. I did, I did like with the, the tennis ball scene. I, I remember like laughing hysterically long yeah, at yeah. that. She's like, I'll buy another lawyer. He's like, you can't afford another lawyer. You're broke. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> There's one scene that people, it's the end of the movie. A lot of people didn't like it. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I think Peter Dinklage is aware. Aware, if that makes sense. Right. And he's like, yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Because... Not to like midget shame or anything, but watching a midget with a samurai sword is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Watching him fucking wreck her with that sword was hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah, He's a boss with that sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, he goes hard. Yeah. No, the end of the movie is ridiculous. and But the whole movie is ridiculous, really, just as far as like. It is. She's over the top with it, and he's over the top with it, and. I don't know. I like their. I thought they. I don't know. The story structure though is like something we've seen a million times though. For sure. It's like someone that's really closed off finds these people that they get close with, pushes Mm. them away, realizes they're the people that they need in their life and able to be enabled to be happy. So they find a way to get them back in their life and they live happily ever after together. You know, it's one of those storylines. So it's like been done to death. But. Melissa McCarthy's character doesn't have any like redeeming qualities. Like there's nothing about her that makes her like a good person besides her love for this little girl. Right. So that's one thing I didn't have any like attachment to that character. Nah. And that's what I said. I really wish I'd have gave you spy. 
Because like now thinking back on it, like I did like this movie, but mm-hmm. it's like you said, it's like middle of the pack for me. Yeah. It's probably, if I had a top five for her, it would be number five or six. Mm. Like, and I don't know why I thought it was that good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's why we have a whole month of this, bro. We're going to get through this together. Yeah. So this one was not the one. This, this was not, wasn't the one. This one, it can convert me. It, it pushed me away a little bit. But it wasn't terrible, though. Like, you didn't hate it, did you? I didn't hate it, but I didn't. There was, like, nothing there either. Right. Like, I'll probably never watch this again. No, no, I didn't think you would. Yeah. Now, thinking back on it, I didn't think you would. Yeah. But I think you would a spy. Because Spy's got a couple people you like in it. Mm-hmm. Spy's got Jason Statham. And he's funny as shit in it. And Jude Law's in it. And he's funny as shit in it. And uh, <laughs> People that like usually aren't comedy <laughs> are in it. Well, because it's making fun of spy movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's fucking hilarious. Like, they're just hamming it up, like, hard. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, not Statham. Statham's trying to be, like, badass Statham, but, like, his whole thing is he's clumsy as fuck. <laughs> so, like, he'll think he's about to do some dope shit, and he'll slip and, like, fucking knock himself out. That's pretty funny. I want to take handle this my fucking self. <laughs> <He> fucking eats it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> and then Jude Law, like, he's like the fucking James Bond, but he's a fucking idiot. Oh, like, yeah. He's the type of dude that, like, runs into a fucking wall type shit. But, but Liz McCarthy is his ear. Mm-hmm. She's the one that could, like, hey, there's three guys around the corner, like, do your thing. And then, like, he'll pull out some fucking Batman shit and, like, beat their ass. But, like, yeah, I wish I'd have gave you Spy, because Spy's a lot funnier. Oh, Bobby Caravelle, he's in it. He plays a bad guy in it. Yeah, I wish I'd have gave you Spy. Well, we didn't do Spy. We did The Boss, so we got to talk about The Boss. Well, The Boss is almost done, dude. Like, You don't have much more to say on it? I don't, man. Like, I'm sorry I gave it to you. Uh, I, I'm thinking back on it myself. I gave it, like, a 6.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo. But, like, I don't know. It, uh, it, damn, man. I really thought it was funnier back when I first watched it. <laughs> and I'm like looking through on YouTube at scenes, like not listening to the audio, but just watching the scenes. And yeah. I was like, this movie was so much funnier the first time I watched it. Yeah. Some, some are like that. But I've also had movies the opposite, though. That, but I know. will say this I may have fucked up on this one, my guy, but the next three for the rest of the month Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids is he- hilarious. If you don't like Bridesmaids, you, you don't have funny in you. Well, that obviously, it's been said a million times, but it's the hangover for females. And they say that, but like I don't think that because they don't go like super outrageous. Like This is more of a relatable movie to me. Yeah. Like This is just like real friendship and stuff, right. and like it's real issues. Hangover's that, not? I mean, the hangover is hilarious, but it is gets kind of on the like crazy side. Mm-hmm. Like... What are the chances of that happening? Like everybody getting roofied and nobody dying or getting fucking raped or any of that shit. Like, Very sure. Or eaten by the tiger. Right. Exactly. Like none of that shit is realistic, bro. Right. You know what I mean? You can't even get to all the roof of a fucking hotel in Vegas, bro. <laughs> like not on that elevator, not an elevator you can get to. Right. Like, but anyways, and, but they are great movies. You know what I'm saying? They are hilarious and they are well-written. But, like, it's not probable. Mm-hmm. This one is more probable. I see what you're saying, yeah. And the women that are in it are all hilarious. So, 
it's how Ghostbusters should have been, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to use the all, there's nothing wrong with using an all woman cast. Just do something different. Right. And I just felt like they tried to, I don't know. Yeah, that is the problem with the full female cast is they're just like ripping off male IPs. And it's like, do your own like thing. Women have their own like culture damn near. Like, I liked the Ocean's 8. With mm-hmm. the girl, with the all girl cast, but like I felt like, why did you have to use the Oceans franchise? Like, yeah. why not just go do, just do an all woman heist movie? Right. You know what I mean? Like, why does it have to be connected to another heist type of deal? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, just do your own thing. Yeah, exactly. I like, think that uh, too. there was a movie they did where it was like all these gangsters go to prison, like they all get caught up, and. I want to say she's in it. Too. I want to say Melissa McCarthy's in it too, but uh, Viola Davis, like all these were the wives and like their men are in prison. So they start running the, mo- <laughs> they start running the money and shit. Right. And like, I-, I really wanted to watch it. Like it looked like a good movie, but I forgot what it's called. It was like the kitchen or some shit like that. But mm-hmm. like, it's about the women like trying to step up and like, yeah, run see, shit. that's an interesting concept that hasn't been done before. Exactly. And like, you know, but they didn't call it the godmother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't do it like that. Mother like, of the Godfather. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I feel like, well, it's with Ghostbusters, it's kind of hard not to, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you going to call it? Like, Ghost Hunters? You know what I mean? But, like, I don't know. Well, they were strictly just, like, right. doing an IP thing. But I'm saying, like, if you want to do an all-woman movie, do something that original. pertains to women and yeah. is original. It's not tied to anything. Have... Like uh, a good one is um, what's that acapella movie? Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect is a perfect example. Yeah, because if they make that movie about a man acapella group, nobody gives nobody a gives shit. a shit. Not it's a like shit. the men acapella in that movie. Nobody gives a shit. It's hilarious though. Yeah, watch them do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's another one, man. The first one I loved. And then the rest of them slowly I stopped liking. I don't, I don't think I watched the third one because the second one was kind of like, eh. I, the third one I made it about 35 minutes through before I fell asleep. Yeah. yeah. I just remember people kept talking about the cup game. I'm like, what is the cup game? They're like, you haven't seen Pitch Perfect? And I'm like, what is Pitch Perfect? So. Old girl, like, she, she can sing it though, for real. Anna Kendrick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, they said she was going to play Squirrel Girl. I really, or Squirrel Girl. Yeah, I really want to see that. In the MCU, mm-hmm. I don't know what Scroll Girl is. I don't either. I've never read any of the comics, but supposedly <laughs> she's like a, a superhero in the oh, Marvel yeah. universe. Nice. And they like showed like what she would look like. It's interesting. <laughs> she's like Deadpool type of deal, just kind of slapsticky or whatever. Right. I mean, with the name Squirrel Girl, yeah, you'd have to be. You can't be taken serious with the name. Well, I mean, they had talked about it, and then I don't know. Speaking of that, do you ever think we'll get a Deadpool 3? I asked my wife that the other day. Like, do you think we'll ever get a Deadpool 3? I think so. I think Ryan Reynolds will do one more and then kind of like let that die off. Here's the thing, though. Does Disney just take that full plunge with a rated R? With a hard R? Do they own it now? Yeah. Hmm. The whole shebang. Hard to say. And that's the thing, Ryan Reynolds goes in and he's like, I'm not doing PG-13 Deadpool movies. No, he won't. He, he'll he said, refuse. I did the last one for a shit ton of charity money. Yeah. He goes, and that was like a straight-to-DVD thing. It's the same movie. I just knocked off a bunch of the cussing. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not doing it again. 
like so I'm perfectly fine with never doing another Deadpool movie. Like I could just pop up these little cameos here and there. Well, I feel like Deadpool is his his main thing. You now. know. Well, I, yeah. Everyone knew who Ryan Reynolds was, but he didn't have a thing besides his like brand of comedy. Yeah. But now Deadpool is like his thing. So unless he can have the rights from Disney to like do his Deadpool, he would never do it again. But if you, it's not rated R, it won't ever happen. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you think Disney will say fuck it? Because you know it'll make money. I think eventually they're gonna have to bite the bullet. But how do you how do you have him making jokes like, you know, shooting people in the face and shit, and then like a Chris Evans Captain America supposed to show up? Like you know what I'm saying? How do you use that guy in an Avengers movie? Oh, I don't think they'll do that, no. Like, do you do you think he'll just get his own, like, his own little thing? Like, they don't ever let him interact with anybody? No, I don't think he'll ever be a part of the Marvel Universe, if that's what you're asking. So you think he'll just do his own thing like he's been doing forever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a completely separate entity. I don't think they'll have any, like, Disney ties to it. Like, they'll pay for it, but they won't have their name on it. You know what I mean? They'll just have the Marvel, you know, logo. The Marvel production. That would be pretty funny, though, if they started, like, putting Deadpool, like, in the Marvel Universe and he still has his, like, foul mouth. That'd be fucking hilarious. That's and what I'm I know saying. They, I know they would never go for it, but it would be gold. Like, him and Ant-Man hanging out. Like, how fucking hilarious would that be? Right. Hey, and him Spidey? just cracking jokes. Dude, him and Spider-Man 3, like, how great would that be? Yeah. Well, that's the thing it. is, like, I wish Disney wasn't so, like, squeaky clean and they would take those kind of risks. But they're not going to because everything has to be kids. Well, it's hard to argue with them because, I mean, they've made billions of dollars on the PG-13. They live in the PG-13. Like, they push that PG-13 as much as you can. Right, but you're not making, they're not making memorable things. They're rehashing old IPs, which I get, but none of them have really, none of them are going to like stand the test of time, like they're golden age cartoons. Like Cruella's not going to stick around. It's going to die off and be forgotten about. Yeah. The new live action, like the new Aladdin, I think it's already been forgotten about. Like it, none of them are just going to like stick around. People like The Lion King. It was okay. Like, it's good visually to look at. It's a technical masterpiece, mm. but it took so much away from the original story that it's like, I'd rather just watch the cartoon. A lot of people say it's like watching the same thing. I mean, it is. It's just live action, but t hats off to the fucking graphic design team because they killed it. I don't know. I, uh, I'm i more of an animated guy myself, too. Right. I wonder, I wonder if they ever will take that turn, though, in Disney. Like, they do have, like, that R franchise. They have made rated R movies in the past. It's been, like, 30 years. Yeah. The last one they made had Nick Nolte in it. Mm -hmm. I forgot the name of it. Came out in, like, 1979 or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. That would be interesting, though, to see if they ever went that route. I mean, that's the thing about it, though. Like, do you care at that point? Like... What? You could say... I think the rating system is stupid as fuck anyway. I think that if you just say, hey, look, you know, this is the one you don't take the kids to. This mm -hmm. is for the adults. Right. Disney 18 plus. I think it would be cool if you let certain characters, like let Deadpool have certain characters for a, his own universe. Mm. 
Let him have a cable. Let him have the Punisher. Let him have the people that you can't use. You know what I mean? Like, you can't have in your normal that's, Marvel universe. That's what I was saying. Like, they should have, like, Marvel Adult or something like that. Like, right. so, like a separate studio that handles the more adult-themed right. characters. Like, think about, like, if Punisher Warzone and Deadpool went at it. You know what I mean? Like, those are two characters that we would really love to see. Like, Punisher mm-hmm. versus Daredevil. Are you shitting me? Well, they keep fucking ruining Venom, too. <laughs> They keep making it PG-13. Let that shit be all. Well, that's because Sony's got a hold of that shit. Yeah, I know, but... Same thing when Morbius is going to be soft and the new Blade will be soft as fuck because... I was kind of excited for Morbius. Like, I don't know why, but I'm... I was too until I found out it was PG-13 and I'm like, bro, you can't do a good vampire movie at PG-13. No, there's no way. Blade's going to be PG-13 too? I mean, I don't know. That's the thing. And I love the guy that got to play him, man. Yeah. He was great in uh, Luke Cage. He played I thought, Copperhead. I thought, I thought Wesley Snipes was coming back. Psh, wish. <laughs> no, they won't let him. <sighs> <clears throat> they got Doctor Strange 2. They got Ant-Man 3 coming. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, they got... I'm going to be honest. I don't care. I have gotten off this superhero train, and it's going to take something major to get me back on it. The Flash, though? I don't care about The Flash. Dude, Michael Keaton is coming back to be Batman. What the <laughs> fuck do you mean you don't care, bro? <laughs> I just... I How just, does the inner eight-year-old in you not fucking get so excited to hearing that? Because I didn't really grow up. With stuff like that, like you did. You grew up reading the comics. I grew up with, like, the cartoons, but... Dude, the animated series and fucking the original with Michael Keaton. That's, like, the first superhero movie I ever saw was Batman, bro. Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. And it's the greatest. Yeah. Who are you? Batman. Can, like, I don't live off nostalgia, though. I want new things. Yeah. The one that's coming out next year looks fucking badass, too, bro. <laughs> Twilight is going to fucking prove everybody wrong. I'm telling you, bro. They're going to I have my I have my reservations after the latest trailer. You don't think that shit looks dope? I mean, parts of it does. I like the look of it. I, I like love the how he dark beats the gritty. fucking brakes off that dude, dude. Right. So yeah, I am excited, but I have my reservations. I don't think it's going to be as good as we want it to be. I'm vengeance. It's a starting point. Yeah. You know what I mean? What I'm excited for is fucking Dune Part 2, and I know it's going to be a couple of years, but I've watched Dune three times and I'm wanting to go back to the theater and see it again. That's the problem with movies like that. They're so big and done so like on such a big scale, like Aquaman and shit. Like it, you have to have two, three years to make them right. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is like back whenever they did Lord of the Rings, they shot all of them. Exactly. That's what they should have done with Dune. But they didn't have the confidence that anybody would want to see it. But there was a lot of backing behind this movie after it came out. So they finally greenlit it. So it is getting its part two. So, but we have to wait for them to shoot it and edit it and everything like that. But so I'm is, so fucking excited. That's another thing I need some updates on. Like, So is James Cameron just gave up on Avatar? No, it's coming out. What do you mean? Like, we were supposed to get like five of them by now. Oh, yeah. Like, what's going on? You know, he takes like a decade to make a movie. Does he though? Because <laughs> it was Titanic, and then fucking Avatar, and now we're just waiting for Avatar two. But two through five, yeah. 
I've heard that they've been shooting these things for like seven years. I don't. I, that's another thing. Have you I don't seen care. Sam Worthington in anything? Because they just have him in a cage filming Avatar movies for years. It's in your contract. Same thing with Sigourney Weaver. What's the last time you see Sigourney Weaver in anything? She's only working on She's Avatar. Only getting kept in a cage working on Avatar movies, bro. <laughs> so he's Aldania. Yeah, I mean, obviously they let her out to do a little, uh, you know, to do her uh, to do her Avengers shit. Yeah. Like other than that, bro, she's back in the fucking cage making Avatar. <laughs> Everyone's locked in the cage. <laughs> and James Cameron is the only one with the key. That's right. I made T two. I don't know. I didn't like the first Avatar, so I don't care. I don't keep up. Of with Of course, it. you didn't like Avatar, bro. No, I didn't. It's fucking amazing. No, it's not. It really is. It's dude. very lackluster at best. Do you know those people that love Avatar so much that they like killed themselves because they couldn't grip the fact that it wasn't reality? Like they couldn't get like they couldn't get over the fact that they 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 aren't able to to link up to a six foot ten blue creature. That's Darwinism at and, work. And run through the wilderness, bro. And fly on a pterodactyl that they hook up with the, with this like hair dick that they put into the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in that one. Yeah, I just I didn't care. I liked it. I was excited to see a sequel. I don't know about five. It's just a very generic movie. No, nah, it's honestly it's like it's, it's billion dollar Ferngully. No, there you go. It's billion dollar Ferngully. And I fucking love Ferngully. I do too. <laughs> I got it like on a special edition Did you? DVD. Nice. It's unopened. I have to watch it. I don't think my kids have seen it. Oh, they would love it. No, they would. They would. That's a good Rob lesson Williams. in there. Rob Williams plays Batty. Mm-hmm. I told you we talked about it in the last episode. This is his best performance. No, <laughs> dude. Fucking the genie and Aladdin is the best one, cartoon wise, voice acting wise. Yeah. Although, I will say, uh, robots he was good in, and I so also, we just rehash old conversations is what we do on this podcast now. And I do like the the penguins he does. No, <laughs> literally the same conversation we had last episode. It's Robin Williams, bro. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Robin Williams every episode and all his voice acting. Why is he dead? <laughs> But yeah, I love Dune so much that I bought the book and I'm starting to read it because... You know who's good in that movie? What? Or you know who I like that's in that movie? Who? Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. I thought it was Charmelet. I thought so. It's Charlamet. <laughs> Charlamet. Charlamet. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta watch it. It's really, really good. It's on HBO, and, but I, I suggest everybody says go see it on the go big screen. Go see it on the big screen. But you know I'm a cheap motherfucker. It's a big screen movie. It's, it cost me eight dollars. Yeah, it's true. But I got a big. It's screen. free at the house. I mean, I guess. I mean, it's not even free. I'm paying fifteen dollars for HBO. That's Max. what I was gonna say. It's not free. I might as well get my money's worth. I'll pay your. T- I'll buy your ticket. <sighs> if you're being a cheap. cheap That's ass. true. Um. Yeah, I'll have to see. <laughs> it's like three hours, isn't it? Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll have to see if I can watch the. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about it on the podcast. Well, we could do Dune. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to do a full episode on Dune. Right. I want to do it on like an ass end. Oh, yeah, episode. yeah. I got you. 
I got you. Yeah. Is Jason Momoa good in it? He's good. Yep. Everyone brings their A game. Everyone that's in it is amazing. Did you like Aquaman? It was okay. It's it was a, fun. It's a fun movie. Like, it's not a great movie, but it's a fun movie. Right. But I like Jason Momoa. Like, he's great in Game of Thrones. He is good in that. <laughs> Another great super cut, dude. <laughs> a crown for a king. <clears throat> he pours that gold all over, old boy. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that was a hard scene. That was hard, hard. Yeah. Fucked his face up. Fucked his everything up. Yeah. You should watch Squid Game, too, if you're looking for a new TV show. It's pretty good. Dude, you gave me the damn Netflix movie I still have to watch. Kate. Kate. How yeah. have you not watched that yet? Because I'm being on vacation. Yeah, that's what you do on vacation. You watch movies. Oh, before we, before we wrap it up, uh, I wanted to say, you know how I'm not, like, big on drinking? And, like, when I do drink, I don't give a shit about taste. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to get to the destination, which is getting drunk. Right. Well, I was chilling with some of my wife's family, and uh, her cousin, uh, her cousin Jamie, he is a, uh, he actually owns uh, two liquor stores where they're from, and it's really crazy because they take their bourbon up there very seriously. Yeah. And through my travels up there, he was uh, letting me try certain whiskeys, and I said, my buddy Greg, that I do my podcast with, he would love this shit. Yeah, yeah, like, didn't bring me. I drank it all. <laughs> no, I mean bring me with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next time, dude. Next time, for <laughs> real. But uh, he gave me uh, two pints of the stuff that uh, that I know you've had, bro. Yeah. What was it? Watford? uh for reserve. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. He gave me two of those. And They're pretty good. Very smooth. Mm-hmm. Very good. And that's what he said. He's like, we sip. We's like, we're serious about our bourbon up here. He goes, so you tell. He's like, you tell people on that podcast of yours that you didn't care about taste, but you came to Kentucky. We gave you some good taste of bourbon. What uh, what was his like favorite? He had some shit that I that like. Uh, he liked that. He liked uh, Knob County. He gave me a, a Knob Creek. Knob Creek, sorry. He gave me a Knob Creek hat. Yeah, Knob Creek's pretty good. And it's got a a, a leather strap and mm-hmm. shit. He's got some four roses. Yep. Um real good shit, man. Like he gave me nothing but like top shelf shit like you drink, man. Right. And I was just like, I just it made me think of you, bro. I was like, <laughs> man, I was like, Greg would fucking this was wasted on me, bro. I uh I was telling the wife, like, I'm like, if you're ever like looking for a gift to get me, mm-hmm. get me like a whiskey tasting from like someone that knows their shit with whiskey. Yeah. And can like give me the history and the backstory and what I should be looking well, for. I have his number and like I said, he has access to any alcohol he wants, especially if it's made up there, like bourbon, shit like that. So your next time, well, the next big holiday, that's probably what I'll, what I'll have. I'll get him to send you something. Oh, my God. That would be fucking that you, amazing. That you would love because, like, he is that guy that he would know how old it is, where it was made, all that shit. Like, that's what he's into. Yeah. But I told him, I was like, I will definitely bring that up on the podcast because he would appreciate the shit out of that. 100%. I was going to wear my, uh, my knob. My Knob Creek hat today. But yeah. I forgot it at the house. Dude, I got so much <laughs> I was going to cool say, shit. you got a Kentucky basketball shirt. Dude, and this isn't even the coolest one I got. I got one that's like an old school. 
It's a basketball with legs and arms. It says <laughs> King of Hoops. He's got a crown on. This dope as shit, dude. I got me a UK hat. I got so much cool stuff on that trip, man. Yeah. This is the best vacation I've had in a while. I'm jealous. Yeah. I wasn't I, I wasn't uh expecting it to be that good, but I think I really needed it, dude. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's why I, I told you we go up to Chicago once a year usually and just getting that getting away from everything, just being with friends and family and it's just nice. Yeah, I don't think I've left Florida since 2016. Oh, y'all haven't been up there? I haven't. My wife's, well, when her mom passed, she went to the funeral, but that was the only time she oh. went. So are you guys going to try to make it like a regular thing you go up there? That's what we were saying. Like, we're going to have to try to make it more of a point to go up there because the kids loved it and it, I loved it. And See, it's tough for my wife because that's where she's from. Right. And people that are from there... Sometimes it's tough because, like, there's not a lot going on, mm-hmm. you know. So you just think about it, like, people you see that didn't leave, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So my wife kind of always thinks, like, she always feels like, what if I had never, you know, ventured out and got to do something different, you know? So, like, I don't know. Sometimes she loves it because, like I said, she loves seeing her family. But sometimes I think it's tough, too, because it's like, wow, you this is how y'all live because it's just so quiet it's so little it's different bro like it's completely different bro it makes like where we live seem like new york city like a big city yeah it's ridiculous like how small everything is and i was like, thinking about the uh beverly hillbillies mm-hmm. how before they got rich they're living in this like cabin in the middle of the woods it's not quite that bad like everybody has houses but like <laughs> It's just they're old houses, right? Like nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties, like, and it's just weird because you'll have a house here, and then you go up, and it looks like a mountain leading nowhere, and then all of a sudden, boom, there's another house, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing, and that's why they call them hollers because like it's like a house on a hill, a house on a hill, a house on a hill, and it just like goes in and out like a little maze, dude. It's ridiculous. I'd have to show it to you to believe it, but like, yeah, I kind of had that in Georgia when I lived there for. a short bit is like i had a few houses around me mm-hmm. but that was it for like 45 minutes it was just like this small neighborhood of people mm-hmm. and then like nothing around you like the i had to spend, drive 45 minutes just to get to the closest walmart like it's just it was super awkward like uh you you know who loretta lynn is this sounds familiar she's a country music singer oh yeah then yeah i know yeah, she sings that. She got big. Her biggest song is the coal miner's daughter. Mm-hmm. And there's a movie with Tommy Lee Jones and stuff. Right. Anyways, she is from the holler next to where my wife grew up. Really? So her birth home and her family owns a store, like a, a country store, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a. Uh, I did a whole TikTok in front of it. If I, don't, I know you don't get on TikTok very often, but nah. I just post videos of me lifting weights and then I get off. You put that on TikTok? You haven't seen? Yeah, I've been, I bit all my weight. How did you know that I was lifting weights then? I saw it on Instagram. No, like, you check out my TikTok. I have a bunch of weightlifting stuff. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Dude, every time I make a war with Cinema Wood, I tag you in it, and people are like, is this guy on a movie podcast or like a fitness channel? Because like, <laughs> they click on mine, and you, like, I talk about all kinds of crazy shit, like, yeah. you know, like comic books and movies and this and, and that. I'm over there and just slinging weight. <laughs> You're just fucking lifting weights. Watch 
Yeah, but uh, I have so many different like I use TikTok for my weightlifting because I like to watch my progress, my progress over time, kind of thing. Right. That's what I'm using it for. And then over on Instagram, I have graphic design stuff that I put up. Well, you have a couple Instagrams. Yeah, and then you I have, have the War of Cinema yeah. where I upload all my movie stuff. So yeah. I just have too many interests. Nah, man, you can never have too many interests. Right. Too many hobbies. Especially if you love them. Yeah, and it's exactly. not hurting nobody. I've kind of like boiled it down to a few things that I like. I love powerlifting. I love movies. And I love graphic design. So I'm kind of just sticking in those little areas. And whiskey. I do love whiskey. But... It's not really a drink. Like, like Steve-O said, drinking's not a hobby. <laughs> I mean, it can be as long as you're not like an alcoholic. Right. Like, uh, but we keep doing these in the morning. I don't get, I haven't been drinking lately because yeah. I usually just do drink on the podcast, but it's way too early. I'm not drinking at nine o'clock in the morning, Nick. No, you shouldn't. Because <laughs> that's how it gets to that point. Yeah, right. But uh, we already started the day like this. Why don't we end it like this? But as we're good, you know, <laughs> right. keep going. Nah, I can't drink this early anymore. Like that's like when you some shit you do when you're 22. Oh yeah, that's 20. when you wake. Like you drink to get rid of the hangover. Exactly. I still feel like shit from yesterday. Yeah. Might as well keep going. Oh, I don't miss those days. I miss the partying and hanging out, but I don't miss the next day feelings. I don't miss none of that shit. Right. Not a fucking bit of it. <laughs> That was the thing. I drank, like, I sipped a lot of whiskey while I was up there, but I didn't get, like, sloppy or nothing. No, that's not. Whiskey isn't meant to, like, get fucking drunk on. It's meant to be sipped on, enjoyed, and relaxed. It's an experience. It's not, you know, it's not what it's for. The one night I did do a lot of shots, it was probably the shittiest I felt, but, like, I I ate before I went to bed. Yeah, but you wake up and you don't have that hangover. Even if you do get shitty, you still don't really have that hangover. No, the guy I was drinking with, he made me a big old egg sandwich before mm-hmm. we went to bed and uh, woke up the next day, felt pretty good. Yep. You know I mean? Just need those carbs and glass of water. I tell you one thing, dude, going up there in Kentucky, man, there are roads. Like I said, you're driving through mountains and shit, so like... You'll what be, roads? You mean the rocks? <laughs> dude, like they'd be taking lefts and go down. And it's like a fucking roller coaster, bro. I, I, couldn't, I could not imagine being drunk trying to drive that shit. Right. Out. Bro, I could barely do it sober. Like, I don't know how the fuck people do that shit. Like, it, it, you know how I'd be like, oh, the worst thing I got to worry about is fuck DUI. No, bitch, the worst thing you got to worry about is dying. Death. Yeah, like, <laughs> you'll think your bitch takes a left and you'll just keep going straight right off that motherfucker. And it's been, somebody's already ran their fucking car off that bitch four times. So that rail that's supposed to be there, it's gonzo. Yeah, it's just a pile of cars where you could be if you're not paying attention. Dude, I'm serious. It's fucking nuts. Like... Yeah, I always see that in movies where people are driving like on the edge of the cliff and their tire slips. You could they could be dead. And I'm just like, no, I don't I don't want that life. Mm. I like my nice clean paved roads on it's the very, ground. It's very different, but it is also beautiful. Oh, and, I can like, imagine. Dude, you know how like they always talk about the leaves changing, bro. You literally saw orange. Red, yellow, green. Like, it was just fucking nuts. Yeah, the actual fall. It we really did, that. Ours goes to green to dead. They go to green to, like, empty bear trees. The The hottest it got while I was there was the first day. It was 72. Yeah. And by the time we got up the next morning, it was 52. And it was just stayed nice and cool and crisp. Rained a lot mm-hmm. towards the end, but still a great time. 
I was so sad to come back. I'm jealous. The only vacation I have is I'm going to Daytona next weekend. Well, that's cool. So I my, like Daytona. I'm going by myself. By yourself? Well, the wife's not going. It's just I'm going to meet some friends up there, and we're going to go to a Metallica concert, like uh, the Daytona 500. They're doing Rockville. What? A lot of rock con. It's a full day. Well, it's actually a four-day event, but I'm going on one of the days. That's badass. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. That's my mini little vacation for myself, so. Damn, man. Tell me how Metallica is. I know. Lucky. I just want to see it. That's you one of my- stayed this year, and now you're about to see Metallica? Fuck I'm you, I'm trying bro. to cross these old men off my bucket list before they die. Well, like, that's what I told my wife. I was like, I'm so jealous, Greg. We were, because we were listening to Stained on the way back. Yeah. And I said, man, I'm so jealous. Greg, I goes, fuck concert. Like, of course he didn't invite me to that shit. And she was like, why are you so upset about it? She's like, you can see Stained. I was like, when am I going to see Stained? Yeah. They don't, it's not like they tour often. <laughs> I said, they got money. Like, I didn't know you liked Stained like that. I do. I do. And I told, and I even told her, I said, it's not like me and Greg have tons of bands that we both enjoy. It was but, Stained and Corn, like the two bands we could probably talk about. And Metall- I like Metallica. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sure we have a few others, but like, we yeah. like, we both like Tool and shit. Yeah. Like, but Tool, even Tool doesn't tour like that. Like mm. I've seen Tool three times, and it's like, I can't believe I've seen them that many times. I've never seen Tool, but I'm not like a, the biggest Tool fan. Oh, I love Tool, man. Yeah, I love Tool, but, you know. I have all their albums. <laughs> Somebody said Dune is like uh, Star Wars for Tool fans. That makes so much fucking sense, though. Like, it really does. Yeah. You could literally play tool over dude and it would probably link up perfectly bro (laughs) you probably could bro somebody's gonna do that shit uh marshmallow or diplo is gonna fucking edit that shit up yeah right i'm not gonna stop talking about dune i will i will we will watch dune yeah i'll see what i got going on maybe we can go see it today all right see what's going on but uh, do we do we get enough in for an actual episode? I feel bad. Sorry, we didn't talk about the boss a lot, guys. Yeah, we talked about as much as I remembered, <laughs> and uh, which wasn't a whole lot. Yeah, but I mean, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Well, it's not a long movie either. I think it's only said hour and forty minutes. Yeah, because like, I was playing through it in my head, and I was like, "It's really." A I'm quick remembering movie. these like big plot points, but spaced out between an hour and a half, and I'm just like, "There's really not a lot to this movie." She loses her money. It's all little bits, yeah. you know, like little, little, little. And the thing is, there's not enough jokes for me to like bring up either. It's a lot of physical comedy. Like yeah, a her lot falling of, down. Oh, God. Like her thro- throwing shit, hitting shit. And then like a lot of one liners of her just like being a terrible fucking person, which I find funny. But like Greg said, that like he found it annoying. Yeah. Sometimes it's hit or miss with hers. Like if you want to watch Spy, she does that a lot, like because she's supposed to be a timid person. And they're like, well, you got to be mean if you want people to think you're somebody else. So she starts like getting into it and she starts shitting on people. It's pretty funny, but I'll just have to give you spy for fun one day. (laughs) Maybe I'll maybe I'll watch it and we'll do two for one. (laughs) Well, I don't I don't want to overload your McCarthy palette. I don't want to overload your McCarthy palette. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't give me the puppet one. I forgot about that one. Oh fuck no! I didn't even see that. Really? Like, nah, that would look. I terrible. heard it's just foul mouth puppets. Yeah, yeah. Everybody says 
rated R Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> or like you said, rated R Muppets. I'm good. Yeah. But we'll be doing Bridesmaids, which isn't like her movie. No, like she's she's ensemble. not the main character, but she is funny in it. And uh like I don't know, it's a it's a way to bring you back in a little bit because she's not in it a lot, but she's good at it. The, the the bit she is right. I guess we'll have to see. But next week, next week, y'all later.